You're listening to the Marathon Church Podcast. We exist to build communities that love Jesus, love people, and live on purpose. To learn more about Marathon Church, visit MarathonChurch.org. We hope that this encourages you and builds your faith. Enjoy this week's message. Have you ever wished you could take those words back and say nothing? And nothing feels. You listen to the song, it says, uh, I just can't help myself. I just have to say it. It's just what I am and who I am. We've been better off if I just didn't say it. So we're going to talk about that. It's a little interesting that um, we keep putting our foot in our mouth. You ever done that? You want to hear my story? I can tell you I'm a story. Here we go. All right, here's my story. And I'm sticking to it, by the way. So, you know, we started Marathon. You know, I've been here a long time. 25 years going on that. So, you know, at some point I have stuck my foot in my mouth somewhere. But I normally do it up here and not so much out there. Does that make sense? So I'm out there welcoming everybody. And a lady walks up to me, first timer. I said, hey, I'm Eddie. Good to have you this morning. When's your baby due? Anybody want to go there right now? Okay, so, of course, she wasn't pregnant, and I never saw her again, and I wish I could just kind of like, just didn't open my mouth at that moment. So, we've all had our little things we have done, and it's just like that song, I just seem like I just can't help it. And we talked about this last week in James, he's a brother of Jesus, and it's in the New Testament, and I like James because he basically says that the way it is. And I like that. I don't need a lot of stories or cartoons. This is just me. I would just like to know what it is. So we call this, one of you weren't here last week, we call this me and my big mouth. We're not talking about any other mouth. We're just talking about yours and mine. Not your husband, not your wife, not your children who have just wonderful mouths. I know they just speak words of wisdom to you and love. And my, my child worships me every day when I come downstairs. It's just amazing. And so we have these things we call words, and we usually stick our foot in our mouth at some point. Here's what we need. We need this. We need a pause button, and he's be on your cheek. And James told us about this pause button last week. He told us, he said, you guys, uh, you need to be quick to listen and slow to speak, and because uh, that will help you with this pause button. I wish I, would, I could have seen that lady walking in and went, and stopped, but I didn't. And then here's the other, this, one, this button here will save all the marriages in the world. I rewind. Oh, honey, I didn't really mean to say that, but you said it. See, here's the problem with words. They don't come back. You can't take them back. They're out for the whole world. And they're out there. You said it. And, and somebody got it, by the way. Somebody got your words. It's the most powerful thing you can do. You can curse, you can bless out of the same mouth. And words are the most powerful thing that you can do to somebody's life. And we talked about this uh, last week, quick to listen, slow to speak. Now, this isn't think before you speak. Does everybody understand that? Because you might've heard that. This is not what he's saying because I could be talking right now and then you want to think about what you're going to be saying and that means you're not really listening. He's asking you to listen to what is being said. And it may save you a lot of trouble and a lot of words if you can understand where the other person's coming from. 
Because the problem is, you want to see, you ready? We're right. See, everybody in here is right. And this is what James talked about. We're all right. And you did everything right this morning for you. Is that correct? So all of you are right. And so the idea would be we want to try and make everybody like us. And that's why we want to say things to people to make them right. And then James says, no, 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 no. That's not going to work. I'm not here for all of you to be right. I need you to take off the right jacket. That's what he says. He said, I need you to take off the right jacket because it's not about being right. It's about the relationship. You can write your children out of the house. You can write your marriage into the divorce court. You can write, a, you can write it on. And so that's what he was telling us. It's not about the right. It's about the relationship. I can't really choose sides. If I choose Carolina or Clemson, what happens? Somebody's right and somebody's wrong. If I'm a Democrat or Republican, somebody's right, somebody's wrong. It's not about anything about being right. If you could get this into your head before we walk into these word thing we're gonna do today, it would really help you. You don't have to be right. You can relax. You understand? This is what James is saying because it's more important about, to be about the relationship than it is you being right. Quick to listen, quick to listen, slow to speak. And sometimes uh, we need to say nothing, nothing at all. That's be, that would be very helpful, helpful. So here we go. So words are powerful. We're gonna get into this. They're the most powerful tool that you have in your life for your kids, for your, your marriage, for everything that you are. The words are the most powerful thing. And words are, have already shaped your life. Now, this is part of who you are. Somebody has said something to you, uh, to us, over us, or about us. Somebody has, you're living out what other people have said to you most likely. It would be mom or be dad or you'd be friends. Could be Facebook. Why would you ever? Why would you ever take advice from people you have no idea who they are? You need, to, you need to be careful about the words you hear and the words you see. You need to be really careful. Why? Because words are so powerful to you. It can, it can destroy your life or it can change your life in a, in a better way. But we're not going to go with the good stuff today. We're going to do that next week. That's Father's Day next week. We'll talk about what words, the power of positive words can have. But James says, you need to watch out for your tongue. You need to watch out because you have no idea what you're dealing with. It is true, you know. We don't have any idea. So somebody has spoke to us, and whether it be good, whether it be bad, whatever it is, or over us, you can do this or you can't do this. Let me say, we hear them, and they're still with us. And so this is what James is trying to say. Your words are the most powerful thing you have. It's the biggest, it's, it's more than money, more than anything else. It's a, it's a tool that you have right now, instantly can make it happen. Words are not equally weighted. I think you need to understand as we walk in, this is what James is telling us, that uh, let's say I say a negative thing to you, uh, so then I say a positive thing to you, then we're even. That's not how it works. It's not one-to-one ratio. How many positive things do you need to hear to overcome the negative? And let me tell you what happens. Negatives stick with you more than anything else. And I'll tell you why. It's because we're born to the dark side. Here's what happens. 
So we know that these things are with us and you're born to the dark side. You're already born negative. You're already born complaining. You're already born wanting what you want. You're already born crying and whining. Does everybody understand? If you hadn't had children, yeah, you'll get there. You'll see what I'm saying. You don't have to teach them to lie. You ever thought, I'm gonna grow up, I'm gonna teach my child to lie. They already know. They already know. I'm gonna teach my, my child to steal. They already know. I'm gonna teach my, teach my child to keep everything to them and not share their toys. They already know. Isn't it amazing how we are? So then we hear something. We rarely forget hurtful words. You know what you mean. You know that word, those words, right? You know you've been told you never would amount to anything. Oh, man. You remember, remember that? You, you ever been told you can't do it? You remember those words? We rarely remember encouraging words. So let's do this. What encouraging words did you hear this week? And let's think about that for a moment. Let's think about that. How many encouraging words did you hear? Let's, let's even go a little deeper because James says this tongue thing you can't control. So how many encouraging words did you give? Wow, do you know you can change your whole life and you'll see this, your, your family, your work, everything you are by changing the way you speak. But you better be careful it can go the opposite way really quick because that's who we are. We don't want to be positive. It takes energy to say nice things. You look great today. That's hard. You know, telling your wife, you look great today. Every day, you look great today. I'm so lucky to be married to you. That is so hard. Why? It's not who we are. Because we're born in the dark side. He says, but our words, you better be careful. Our words will change you. It'll make you. But we rarely remember encouraging words. You ever you remember your grandma or your grandpa sitting you down and saying, now I want to tell you something that's real important. You always need to remember this. But that's all you remember is those things. You never remembered what they said. You know, you try to have a, you know, I went to that bucket, you know, I got the wisdom bucket, I got the old age bucket and my daughter should sit at my feet and worship me and just take wisdom from me, but they don't. This is what I'm saying. We rarely remember the encouraging things, but we always remember what was said, the negative things, because that is who we are and we better be careful. We better be careful. Uh, words aren't equally weighted. Let me, let me see if I got the, yeah, here we go. Words aren't equally weighted. The source isn't equally weighted either. I want you to pay attention to what I'm about to say. I don't know where you get your words from or what you hear, but you better be careful that what you're getting them from, weight, the people carry weight in your life. You allow people that are not in your life, people who have no idea who you are, to say things to you. You read them on Facebook or social media and you take it. Maybe I am like that. You need to be real careful. And when we're talking about this with James. When it's talking about the source, listen very carefully. I'm a boss, right? I'm a boss. I'm supposed to be. I'm a boss. So if I go down the hall, somebody did do something right, and I go down the hall, and I won't let somebody have it, I have been in that spot. Now, let me say real quick, I still work it on my mouth. Okay, so don't you think I got this. I'm just telling you what the Bible is telling you. I have to work on it too. So I want to walk down the hall, and I want to say, somebody didn't do something right, and my brother Brian, who works with me, he'll come to me, and he'll say, no, you need to let me say it. Because my words weigh more. You see, 
My word, mother, my mom's words weigh 400 pounds. Did you know that? They weigh 400 pounds. See, there are people in your life that the words weigh more. Do you know what weighs the most? Listen very carefully. The dad's words weigh the most. And that is so scary. That is so scary. Father's Day is coming next weekend. How many kids, including you, think about this. How many kids, how many people are still wanting in their 40s and 50s still wish dad would say, I am proud of you. The mother says that all the time. Somebody at work, somebody there, somebody there. You're proud of you, we're proud of you. But it's nothing like the words of the dad. And you can do the opposite too. Saying nothing at all is saying nothing at all. You see, you have to be very careful. So the source is different. It weighs more from different people and you need to be very careful. So the source, you think about this. I'll tell you this real quick. They did, um, Hallmark Cards did this. They went into a prison, a women's prison on Mother's Day. On Mother's Day, they brought a bunch of cards in and all the lady prisoners showed up and they signed all these cards to mother and got them all out and everything. So they went back to, on Father's Day to do the same thing and nobody showed up. Our words weigh a lot. And so I'm telling you, you need to be careful. And here's what I'm saying. Some of you, everything that, you, that you're hearing, you take in, especially if it's negative, we're already there and you assume it into your soul, you assume it into your life and you ha- it makes you miserable. Some of you have already given up Facebook because of it and you'll have to. I don't read everything anymore. I don't read emails anymore. I had to stop doing that. I stopped reading emails, let the staff do it. You get, you'll get 10 emails that say, out of boy, and then you get them one, oh no, and that's the old no, right? You forget about the 10. And that's what happens to us, why? Because words have power. And James says, you need to be careful of what's happening and what's going on. And the recovery time isn't equally weighted either. So I should say to you, let, let me show you this. I said I was sorry, right? This is what happens. So you, you just blasted your wife because you wanted to be right. And then you realize you were like, you should have done that. And you're like, I don't know how that came out of my mouth. I'll tell you in a minute how it came out. And you just blasted your wife. <laughs> and, you, and then you walk in, I'm sorry. And you think everything's back to level. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you have no idea what you have done. The recovery time, it could be weeks or months. Do you know that that's that's the way it works though? Just because I say something bad and I say something good, we should be back to level. No, the recovery time is not the same. It doesn't work that way because you have been, you've been damaged because words have power. You wasn't stabbed or shot, but you were close. Mostly you were. And you can ask the women. Oh my, they do. Oh, you just ask. You just asked. He said, why are we back to where we were before I said what I said? Why can't we just say, guys, don't you love this part? You can just let your wife have it and then just say, I'm sorry. And everybody, okay, everybody's about good. As you wish it worked that way, but it does not. This is like this. If, if I slam somebody's hand in my car door and they mangle their fingers and then they open the door and pull it out and all I do, I say, sorry. Huh? so sorry. 
So, so sorry. Did you, are you right-handed or left? So sorry. Here's what, I still got to go to the hospital. This is the same way with words. I think, to be honest with you, I think it'd be better to slam my hand than to be damaged by words. I really do. I can deal with that part. But getting leveled by somebody and taking those words in, how long does it take to get over it? The recovery time. It's not instant. For some of you, uh, you're still not over it. For some of you, you've heard things in your life and you're still not over it. And you're still wishing dad would say, I'm proud of you. And you live like that. If you're not careful, you're your children, your children like that. Gotta be careful. Words are the single most powerful tool you have. If I said this to you, all of you are gonna have a wonderful life and you're going to make it, it's unbelievable. You don't believe me. You really don't. If I say something negative, which I'm not going to do, because you'll take that. Do you understand? You will take it, so I'm not gonna say it. But you will, it's the most powerful thing. You wanna, you wanna change your home, you wanna change your children, you wanna change work, change your words. You have no idea the power in these words. And I'll tell you why in just a moment. You, have, you can destroy people with your words and not even be in the same room. This happens on social media all the time. Why do you read that? And you go, I didn't get a like button. They must not like me. Stop. Stop. Really stop. There's so much negativity out there. So much of this and wah, wah, wah. We just, we're blowing each other up with word bombs. We're blowing each other up. And it's destroying our lives. It's destroying our kids. You have to be careful what you see, what you hear, what you read. And you need to be the one to watch your own mouth. And good luck with that, by the way. That's what James would say. <laughs> good luck. Well, we'll talk about it. So you can destroy the person. You don't have to be in the room. And this happens. This is terrible because this happens to kids all the time. They, they die because of these things. They commit suicide over people they don't even know because somebody says something about them or says something to them. This happens all over. Divorces happen because of this stuff. You gotta be careful what you're saying. So here we go. James is going to let us know real quick what's happening. Y'all like this? Because he, really, he does know what's going on. We all stumble in many ways. Is that okay? Is that yes? We all have a little problem with our mouth. Everybody got that? And then he, but he makes a little play here on the words that maybe there was someone out there who does not have a problem. I do really want to meet you after this. And you want you to tell me the secret of how this works. And so anyone who's never at fault in what they say is perfect. So if you never say anything bad or negative or hurt, you are absolutely perfect. And here's what he says in the Greek. Is it fully informed? You're fully informed and completely skilled. Completely skilled in handling your tongue and you never speak things you should not speak. And you would be called perfect. But we don't have one of them. Hadn't met one of them. And you'll see why. Able to keep their whole body in check. Now, this is interesting because he's saying your mouth runs the whole thing. When your child back talks you, you just don't put the mouth in timeout, right? You put the whole child in there. Is that correct? When, you're, when your teenager disrespects you, you don't just put the teenager's mouth and, and ground them. You do the whole thing. It's the same way with the, You don't divorce the mouth. You divorce the person. 
He's saying if you can learn to keep your mouth in check, it will rule you and the way you live and your body. Everything is controlled by this little thing called the tongue. And then he makes these references. He said, I have to give you some examples because I don't think you're getting it. That's what he would say. So we'll look at this. When we put bits in the mouth of horses who make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal, James 3, 3. So he's starting to give you some kind of idea of what he's talking about. So this bit goes in a horse's mouth. I remember putting my daughter Faith on top of a horse when she was about this tall. Her legs were like out here. She was holding on to the, the bridle. I mean, the, you know, the whole, she was sitting on the saddle hanging on and we walked away. I don't know why. But that little girl sitting on top of that big animal can control it. That's what a bit does. And so what he's saying, he said, your, your tongue is like a bit. It controls your life. It's like the horse. Some of you need a bit and a pause button. He said, it's, it's going to get even better than that in just a minute. So it, since we have nobody perfect here, maybe we should pay attention to these things. And that's what he's saying. So now he's getting into, I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. It's a bit controlling a horse. There's something else going on. Uh, or take ships, for example. Let's do the ships thing. Uh, although they are so large or driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder whenever the pilot, wherever the pilot wants to go. So now he's went for bit. He said, that's, that's kind of what's controlling you. And then he went with the rudder. And he, he says like this, it's like this ship. And it's, it's this rudder right here. It's this thing right here that controls this whole deal. It's the little part that controls the big part. He said, it's amazing how small that tongue is that controls your life and who you are. So now we have this horse thing happening. We got the bit in there. We got a pause button. Well, we, you know, we now don't have a rewind, but we do have a pause, you know, quick to listen, slow to speak. We got that. He says, but I'm just trying to help you understand what is happening to you because you were born with this thing called the tongue and it will rule your life and it will ruin your life and it will ruin other people's lives if you don't know what you're doing. And I, here's, a, I'll give you a clue. We don't, we really don't know. And then you'll see this. So, uh, so likewise, the tongue is a small part. So he's telling you this small part of the body, but it makes great boast. It does, it just speaks, the, it cannot keep up with how wonderful it is sometimes. And it's just a small part. That, now it's amazing, the tongue is basically one of the smallest parts of the body. It's four inches long. This is the most amazing thing about the tongue. It has eight muscles, you ready? and it never gets tired. Let, let's, let me do that one more time. The tongue never gets tired. You get tired, other muscles get tired. I gotta, I've been working too hard, I need to lay down. Your tongue is ready. It is on go all the time. You even talk in your sleep. You ever thought about that? It just goes in your sleep, oh, it just goes off. And you can't even control it. This is, James is like, what are we doing here? And the question again was, why do we even have one of these? There's, it's so hard to control this thing. And it's just a small part of who we are. But yet it rules our entire life and entire body. It rules our soul because of the words we hear and take into our life and the words we spit out. 
it, it, it can destroy families. It can destroy children. We've got children still wanting daddy to say, you're going to be something when you grow up. God, it is so amazing to me how powerful these words are. So consider what a great forest is set on fire uh, by a small spark. So that's kind of what he, so we, we went from the horse's mouth. That's pretty cool, in the horse's mouth. We went with the horse's mouth and we we're working our way from a rudder. And now he said, let me, if you're not catching on, let me show you what else can happen. He said, it doesn't take but a small spark. I want to show you something. It doesn't take but a, a, a small spark. I could, I could actually burn a lot of things down with that. I could burn down the building with that. Did you know that? That's what he's saying. He said, I don't think you understand what's in your mouth. He said, I don't think you understand all that's there. He said, this, this is what I'm talking about. Now, in their day, they didn't have forests. They, they were like brush fires and stuff that happened. So they kind of had to imagine James, James is taking it from a little bit. I know you, oh, the horse and then the rudder. He said, but this is a major, major problem. And then some of you like to light fires off other fires. You know, we have a jump in there. Isn't that cool how we do that? Well, somebody lights something up on Facebook, then we'll just jump in our own fire. We'll just start our own fires. And that's what happens. And James says, this is, the way, this is the way you live. I don't think you understand. How many fires do we have going now? Well, that's two big ones. Have you ever jumped in on a fire? You ever weighed in and put your two cents in? Oh my, that's so good. Just put your two cents in. So I'm wondering, how many fires... Would it take, how many sparks does it take to start a forest fire? Do you know that some of them are still burning? Do you know that we have scorched our marriages with our words? We have scorched our children with our words and they are still burning. People are not over the words. You just wish we could just like, I said I was sorry. Don't you wish? Don't you wish? Now, another thing that's gonna happen won't be long and you get to smell all of that. That's what James said. There, you just, there's just really no way to get her out away from any of this. He said, you, you, have, you need a bit, you have a rudder, and now you just set everything on fire. And somebody's life is still burning. We burn down marriages, we burn down jobs, we burn down so many things with this mouth. And we're still burning because we don't know what we're doing with it. We should just stop speaking we really should. My wife the other day, this is funny. Uh, I don't always, when somebody pulls out in front of me, say a prayer and God bless them. Okay, is everybody good with that? So I'm not with my wife. She pulls out, a big a truck pulls out in front of her. She blows the horn because they almost hit her. So she pulls around him. He's slamming on the door, screaming, cussing at my wife and shooting her birds all the way down the road. Now, let's see what that mouth will do now. I said, well, honey, I said, okay, go ahead and tell me what you did. I was thinking she probably flipped them off, you know, pastor's wife, you know. Uh, and she said, I just gave my thumbs down when I went by. <laughs> Thank you, Facebook. I do not, I do not like. Uh, what would you do? What have you done? Ah, the tongue, amazing. 
The tongue is also a fire world of evil among the parts of the body. It is so bad what's in your mouth that you have no idea how to control. And I'll tell you in a minute, a little bit. I'll do a little bit. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire. We are born with the pilot light on. It is on. Your, your tongue is on all the time. All the time. You want to, listen, I hear people tell me, I just, I just tell it like it is. Stop it. You're destroying people. Well, that's just the way I am. Well, don't be the way you are. We're born, that's the way we're born. Don't be like, that'd be like Jesus. For heaven's sake, what are we? That's what I'm telling you. You can't just say, I'm just gonna tell it the way it is. No, please don't. It destroys lives. How many lives have we destroyed with our words already? How many fires have we started we can't put out? Do y'all smell it yet? I'm just telling you, this is what James is saying. There's things, I mean, even after you, after you try to put it out, it still smolders. There really is no way to get away from it. This is what James is telling us. There's no way that you really can get away from the damage that we do. We just have to stop it. We just have to stop it. I met the YMCA in Rock Hill years ago for a marathon a long time ago. And uh, I had all these kids that would always come in every day and they'd want to sit with me. And the reason they want to sit with me is because they didn't have a dad. They're either divorced, out of town, something happened, that kind of thing. And, I, and they'd always look at me like, oh, I'm, you're my dad today, that kind of thing. Now, and then I would say things to them that there were positive things. I did. I, you know, you're going to be something. I, I can't believe the, the way you kick a ball. I did all that all the time. But you know what they really wanted? They wanted that. To say those things because the words mean so much to people and to kids for sure. And they mean so much to you. You need somebody to tell you, you look good today. Can you look at each other and say, y'all ready? You look marvelous, say it. Does that not feel a little better by smile? Is that the first compliment you got all week? It could be. You got to be careful. James said you got to be careful. So we know that we're born with a pilot light and in itself is set on fire by hell. So <laughs> this thing you got in your mouth is set on fire by hell, but he's not talking about the flames. Go back to the Greek. Here we go. I'll help you out. He's talking about the source of it. The source of evil is the devil himself. You say what you say because he's a part of it. Have you ever said something? You, I can't believe I said that. Right there. Right there. Happens all the time. I can't believe I talk like that. Have you ever surprised yourself? You ever surprised yourself? Like, how did that happen? And this is what James is saying. He's saying it's not just set on fire by hell. It's set on fire by the devil himself. He, he's the one that created that evil thought with you. And that's why you have these, these thoughts. That's why you say these words. That's why you, these words hurt so bad and mean so much to you and the weight of them. If you start a fire by accident, you're still responsible for the fire you started. I don't know if you started a fire with your children or whoever you started a fire with. I think you could try to go put it out. But understand one thing, it's gonna smolder. There really isn't a way to put it out. The only way to fix it is don't start it. Does everybody hear what I'm saying? 
I know you'd like to heard those words years ago, would you not? But the only way to stop a fire is don't start one. And you have to watch your mouth. And it's hard to watch. So watch this. Let me show you what he did. He said animals, uh, all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind. It seems that we can tame things, the animal kingdom and the animal world. We kind of got them under control. But he said, there's something you do not have under control, but no human can tame the tongue. You can't, you can't, do, you can't tame it. You don't ever have charge of it. It's just, it's just lit and waiting to burn. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. It's just waiting to burn. So let me help you what, what I can help you with, uh, with this. Uh, there is no once and for all solution. I need you to know that today you will not, you will not walk out saying, singing, you know, uh, sweet songs and saying rainbows and sunshine and wonderful flowers, how beautiful you are. Imagine if we could only say good things on the way out. Would that be something to do? You can't say anything negative the rest of the day. What would happen to you? You would, you would not speak. Some of you would be like, oh. That's because we are so prone and so geared to the dark side, that's all we do. So imagine changing who you are, changing the speech. There's no once and for all solution for this because you're not, you're gonna think about it today, but tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow you gotta go to work. Tomorrow you gotta see people. That's what's gonna happen. So let me give you something to help just a little bit. Uh, remember, you're a powerful person. If you carry the weight in your family, moms, dads, I don't know, at work, bosses, whatever, you are a powerful person with your words. Kidding for you will, put, will damage them. You have to be careful how you kid, what you say, because words will lock in on them. It's locked in on you and it's burning now. There's a fire going that you wish you could put out. The only way to stop it is don't start it. Surrender, give your tongue to God. When you do that, every morning and at lunch, at three o'clock and at 6 p.m. and at eight o'clock when you see all your kids, you need to be giving it to them all day because you're gonna wear somebody out with it. You're gonna have a bad day and explode. Because that's the way it works. It's on, it's, the pilot light is lit and it is waiting. It is waiting to light. And you have to be careful. The only way to do this is say, God, you got to have it, not me. Confess. Watch this. On the fires you start. Well, I didn't really start a fire. No, you jumped into one. Do you know that one fire starts another, starts another, starts another? I mean, it's... It, there's no end to this thing. If you, listen, the best way to stop a fire is don't start one. Stop. You really need to stop. You need to change how you speak to your wife and your husband. You need to change how you speak to your children. You need to change how you speak to your dogs. You know why I say that? Because somebody hears it. Thank God the dogs don't know everything. Except mine does. I have to spell words now so they won't go do what they're supposed to do. And I'm just telling you, this is how important this is. We have the power to give life or to take life. We'll talk about giving life next week. Y'all stand with me. Y'all are absolutely wonderful people. See how that good? See how that does? You're so beautiful. I can't believe you're here. 
You like that? It's unbelievable. You feeling better today? I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you later. No, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't talk to me. Don't tell me nothing. Probably you had a bad day and this was, uh, and you really wanted to tell somebody how bad it was. Just hang on to it. <laughs> Just hang on. Just hang on to it. We got to be really careful what we say and what we do. This is the most powerful words right here. This is what he said. He said that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I rode by the little church where I accepted Christ the other day. It was just a really good feeling. I remember praying those words in a classroom in the back. And I remember just looking at it. So, you, you know, this is, this is what changes. If I said to you, you need to be able to get control of your tongue, you're going to need him. You, might, you know what I'm saying? You're going to need help to get control of that one. So I thought we'd try it. So if you bow your head, if you're watching online, you can do this. You can do this while you're driving and listening. You can do it this way. So I'm going to say a prayer for everybody listening and watching. If you would like to accept Jesus Christ, in your life, we're going to do exactly what this, this, this verse tells us. Pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I ask that you come into my life and change me. Make me a new, make me a new person. I pray, Father, that you will forgive me of my sin. Forgive me for not following you sooner. I confess that you our Lord and Savior of my life. I accept you as my Savior. Thank you for hearing my prayer and changing my life forever. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you were encouraged by today's message and made a decision to follow Jesus, be sure to let us know by connecting with us online at marathonchurch.org. If you haven't already, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcasts. To experience more messages, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at marathonchurch.org or download the Marathon Church app. Thanks for listening to the Marathon Church Podcast.